Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer. Good morning. It's time to get up with Buffalo. Whoa, as an oh no. Did Josh Allen's Bills still win the Super Bowl with Vaughn officially gone? Plus, no Odell in Dallas. But the Cowboys are getting some high-powered help on offense. It's Jerry's team now ready for a Super Bowl run. And Philly's finest. Jalen Hurts is flying high for the Eagles, but I'm going to tell you why he isn't getting nearly enough respect. All oh, respect is all given here. Take a look. Welcome to Get Up here at the South Seaport. Brian Custer in for Greeny. Look, I got the whole crew. I got Nico here. I got Graz here. I got Big Wood here. Bartholomew is in the house. Let's start with some bold predictions. Of course, week 14 in the NFL. Graz. Give me a bold prediction. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to San Francisco and beat the 49ers. I, I know, I know, I know we saw the struggle on offense. I know we've seen the struggle on offense for weeks, but the Niners are going to be playing a backup rookie quarterback. They're coming off a very big win against Miami. I, I could see them letting down. Bucks need the game more. I, that's my bold prediction. Okay. Woody, give me your bold prediction. Oh, this is funny. I got Brock Purdy, a.k.a. Oh, oh wow. I'm playing the GOAT in this game. Really? Yeah, yeah. Listen, all you got to do is just be like Chris Paul. Just that distributor of the rock. And, oh, by the way, you see that 49ers defense? Did you see Pretty that 49ers defense? That's going to be a tall, tall task what makes, out there in Santa Clara. That's what oh. makes my prediction bold. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nico, give me your bold prediction. I think the Detroit Lions, that's right, Bart. Don't spill that coffee. Don't <laughs> what you talking about, Willie? You almost ruined that laptop. I'm saying the Lions are going to beat the Vikings. I don't even think it's that bold. You look at the Lions. Your favorite. Yeah, that's right. That's what the 49ers are. These are not bold predictions. They are bold. This is bold. bold. How many people out there think the Lions are going to beat the Vikings? Yeah, exactly. But again, oh, what are you two? So I think the Lions, they get it done. Okay. Dan Campbell, yeah, white ball projects off. All right, I don't know how bold it is. I don't know what the hell is going on with the eye makers. The Geek Squad man had a glitch in their system, but they have the Jets as like a nine-point underdog. Did you remember that the Jets beat the Bills earlier this season? I think, you know, listen, Mac White, Mike White. I'm going with Mike White and my Jets, man. I think they upset the Buffalo Bills. Even bolder than that, I think my Jets win the division. Yeah, I said it. Wow. I said it. Two tears in a bucket. With your chest, too. That's bold. With your chest. By the way, uh, Bills got some bad news on Von Miller yesterday. Miller out for the season. Had surgery on Tuesday on his knee. Doctors discovered an ACL injury. You know, he was hurt on Thanksgiving in Detroit. He was hoping he would return this month. Take a listen to Josh Allen. You know, we're extremely sad for him. Um, you know, we're a better team when he's playing. That's that's no doubt about that. There's going to be adversity every step of the way, and you know, luckily we've got the guys that we do in this locker room. And I thought our front office did a good job of bringing in the guys that we've brought in, you know, for situations like this. Uh, like Vaughn says, don't blink, and uh, next man up. All right, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, everybody just about seemed like had the Bills as their Super Bowl pick. Mm-hmm. So, Graz, uh, what does this mean for the Bills? Well, it, well, it's bad. Uh, look, they, they, the reason they, yeah, no, I know. That's, that's why you come right. For the that's a bold game. prediction. That's a bold prediction. Right. Bold prediction right there. You no, know, first take is next. No, the, the, uh, the, the, the reason they went out and signed Von Miller, I've been talking to Bill's GM, Brandon Bean, earlier this year. He said, we couldn't get Patrick Mahomes on the ground on third down uh, in the playoffs the last two years. This is a guy we feel like can help us. And sure enough, they go into Kansas City earlier this year, and Vaughn takes over the game in the last in the fourth quarter. So uh, and gets Patrick Mahomes on the ground. So he proved that it was the right move. Without him, they're going to need somebody else to do that. If they had somebody else who could do that, they wouldn't have gone out and signed Vaughn Miller for all that money in free agency. Uh, no, no amount of of cliche spewing by the quarterback, right? Like yeah. next man up, uh, you know, one game at a time, whatever it is he's saying, can fix that. Yeah. They are in uh, uh, some trouble now. Again. 
everything's relative. They're still a very good team. They're still a playoff team. Yeah. They could still win the, the playoff uh, in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. But they believed this was the missing piece, and now he's missing yeah. again. Nico, do they win the Super Bowl with Bob Miller out? No, I don't think they do. I think that you, you brought him in for a reason. That was to get to the quarterback. And, and listen, you're, you're – like margin for error in the playoff is, yeah. is razor thin. So when you bring in a player like Von Miller, you're trying to gain a play. You're trying to gain one possession to where it puts you over the top. And last year you saw that against the Chiefs. They needed one play and they weren't able to do it. That's why they went out and got Von Miller. That's why he's been able to close out games and get sack fumbles, get the ball off teams and give his offense another opportunity. So I think that that – not having him in the playoffs is going to be a really big factor in them creating turnovers. And it's the psychological effect of it, right? Yeah, that's Teams have got you yeah, brought yeah. in. Like what happens most of the time when it's critical plays, the guy to have it. Good players can make plays just yeah. sporadically. Great players make timely plays. And they brought him in there to make timely plays. That's it. He was a closer, so now somebody else has to step up. I think this really puts them in a tough spot because now when you think about it, they're going to have to come out of character and when try and get pressure, they're going to have to try and blitz. And that's going to put that secondary, you know, in a bind. I know Davis White is back, yeah. you know, but without him being there and being a closer, oh. that means they're going to have to be more aggressive. And that's going to expose that defense and not allow them to play that bend don't break. I think this puts them third in the AFC, in my opinion, as far as the Super Bowl, because they're good, but Joe Burrow has the closer. Trey Henderson's over there. Yeah. He's a guy that can close out. They already have Patrick Mahomes' number. It's Patrick Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow and then the Buffalo Bills and then the field. Remember, they are short on the back end, right? Micah Hyde, the safety, yeah. not yeah. coming back. He's out for the year. Poyer's been hurt, so yeah. Sorry. And, and I, would add, Josh I would add this, too. When you go on IR, you're not helping the guys on the field right. play. Yeah. Like you yeah. can say, oh, yeah, well, the tackle's setting this way. Go give, yeah. them the rip, give them the rip that I would do. They were like, yeah. we can't do the way you, you don't do. game plan you for nobody exactly, else on that offensive exactly. line. Exactly. You have the game plan for I would, well, I, I, Listen, I, look, when you talk about Von Miller, see what Von Miller does, he makes everybody else better. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, the other guys on the field. Field. You know, he, Yeah, he makes, like, yeah. You know, he makes all those guys on, on the defensive line better. Those guys are freed up, make one-on-one, you know, make yeah. plays one-on-one. Now you take him away, it stresses everybody, everybody on the defense. So, listen, I'm not – Buffalo's a very good team. There's, don't get me wrong, no question about that. Yeah. Great quarterback. But we can't understand the, the loss of Von Miller. But you talk about the quarterback, and I remember uh, at some point in the season we kept saying, hey, look, Josh Allen's trying to do too much. Now does he have to carry this yeah. team going forward? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, he already accounts for I so mean, much of their offense anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much more Josh Allen can do – for this team, he put him up at he, the he, end. He, you know, he's, he's probably right. their, he's probably their best. He's probably their best rusher. Obviously, yeah. he's a you know one of the top top quarterbacks we have in our league. Again, when you don't have Von Miller, when you get the, late in the season, you're playing all these great these great teams and getting to the postseason, you need a guy on the defensive side that can close you out. They don't have that. I think you got an indication of how they want to play ball now. You see, they slowed the offense down to protect that defense to try and play more time of possession. Now they can't just go out there and lean on their defense because they want to expose their defense. Remember what happened last year, right? Whoever had the ball last in that Kansas City game won the game. So now Josh Allen has to do a, a, a great job. He can't leave 13 seconds out there anymore. But that's the thing. Like, you could not ask him to do any more than he did in yeah, that AFC right. Championship game. Yeah, like, he right. had the game of his life, and he's had a lot of great ones. He's not going to run out on the field and sack the quarterback for you. That, that's not going to happen. Well, he's big enough. Well, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, it, it just makes that game with the Jets so much bigger now. Because uh, remember, Zach Wilson beat him last time. So we'll see what happens this time. Like, wait! Exactly. Let's get more, to, the more big sneaky news this time from Big D. We're all pro left tackle Tyron Smith back at practice, according to Jerry Jones. Smith could be back protecting Dak's blind side as early as this Sunday against Houston. Now, Smith has been out since August with that knee injury. And since 2020, you know, Smith has only played in 13 games, but when he's been on the field, listen, the Cowboys' sack rate drops. Their yards per play moves from 5.5 to 6.2, and the difference is the same as moving from 20th in the league to tied with the Chiefs, the most yards per play over that span. All right, so, you know, Graz, the interesting thing is not only Smith, Supposedly, they're getting James Washington back. Remember, right. they signed him in the offseason, got, got him away from Pittsburgh. So, with all of this, are we talking about this all Cowboy offense now? Is they, They're getting Super Bowl 
Yeah, look, they're, they're going to get better, right? And, and Tyron Smith, if he comes back, he plays left tackle. Tyler Smith, who's filled in for him, probably slides inside the guard. They believe the line has played well, but that fundamentally it's probably right now, as constructed, a better run-blocking line than a pass-blocking line. Tyron Smith obviously would improve the pass protection. That's one of his uh, specialties. He's one of the greatest in the league over the last decade at it. In terms of James Washington, it's a player they haven't had yet. He got hurt in camp. Uh, they, I, I think... I think if they, had, if they had signed Odell Beckham, James Washington's probably not a factor. And I think the fact that James Washington's practice window is opening and they're talking about getting him back tells you something about where they are on Odell Beckham. Yeah. I feel like it was probably like an either-or kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, he's a player. Once they traded Amari Cooper, they thought this is a guy that can help us fill in those gaps. So, we'll see. I mean, you're talking about trying to stay face, right? Like, you know, you, they openly courted. They slid in Odell DMs. They courted him. I thought it was a damn recruiting trip to, to like, a, a, a power five or something. And, like, to lose that, like, yeah. it's to say, oh, okay, now you got to go back to the other guys. Say, no, we, we believe in you, too. Right. Yeah, man, don't come back to me, man. You was in up there gushing, giving it through heart emojis, you know, gushy eyes, all that type of stuff, man. So, I wonder how this affects them going forward. Listen, I understand Tyron Smith coming back really helps that offense. But it, it seems like they're, it's going to be missing something. There's a lot of uh, shoes, big shoes for James Washington to fill to be that, that dynamic playmaker. Nick, oh, so you're telling me that OBJ is not ready to go? <laughs> I, was, was, was Dr. Ninkovich not correct on this? That nine months ago, ten, nine to ten months, having a second ACL injury, he wasn't going to be back and ready to go? And never, everyone I was saying, you, sign OBJ, sign OBJ. He's the difference. He's going to put you over the top. Listen, these teams, they have to go through a physical. You have to run routes. You have to do certain things at a fast pace with someone pushing you and trying to tackle you at your knees. So, again, OBJ, I said this before, his best interest would probably be to wait until next season. You try and push yourself too early. You're, you already had two ACLs, the same one, just like Von Miller. He's doing the same knee now. Yeah. That's troubling because if you do it a third time, guess what? I don't. I don't. Thomas Davis, the only one I that ever came back from. I don't think I know a receiver to have three ACL tears and come yeah. back. So hey, again, us. you have to be careful, cautious, and make sure that you're putting yourself in the proper position. They told us we were the wet blankets. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. I'll give him, him his truth. So. And then, and then on Tyron Smith, Tyron Smith. Yeah. He's got four Donjoys on. He's got double elbow, <laughs> double knee. <laughs> so he looks like Barry Bonds on the, the football field he's, when he gets out there. He's Patrick got, Ewing out but, there with all the rubber. But with all of that and with Tyron Smith, and then if you get James Washington, is this a Super Bowl-looking type offense in your opinion? Deep? Oh, yeah. Listen, there's never, there hasn't been any question about the Cowboys offense. Yeah. No question at all. Like, they, everyone talked about OBJ, OBJ, OBJ. I guarantee the Dallas Cowboys looked at their MRI and were like, mm, I don't know about this right here. This boy, the uh, ACL might look a little suspect, but they've never had problems scoring uh, scoring points. That's, Dallas is traditionally, with, with Dak Prescott going back, been one of the highest high scoring teams in the National Football League. Especially since I, he's come back. It, absolutely. So, listen, I've never had a question about the, the Dallas Cowboys offense. I would say, listen, the only thing about the Dallas Cowboys yeah. defensively, can they stop the run? Exactly. Can they stop the run? I always say, like, if you, you got to earn the right to, to rush the pass by stopping the run. That, that's the one question I have about the Dallas Cowboys. Can they consistently stop the run in order to, you know, uh, wreak, ha wreak havoc on, on opposing quarterbacks? I play the game of either or, right? When you look at the Philadelphia Eagles roster and you look at, you know, man for man, who would you rather? And, you know, I think you end up with I'd rather have more players off the Philadelphia Eagles than I would off the Dallas Cowboys because I think, you know, they're better at certain positions. But ultimately, it comes down to the play of the quarterback. You know, Dak Prescott has a longer resume than Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts is ascending. And just because he doesn't have a long resume doesn't mean that he, surpassed, he hasn't surpassed Dak Prescott because of the um, people that he have around. I'm happy you brought up Jalen Hurts. We're going to talk about him. Oh, I, I, I got to take it. I do. I got, I'm fired about Jalen Hurts. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But coming up, you know, Tampa Tom, he is heading home to San Francisco. Could this be sign of things to come? And could he end up living out? His boyhood dream. Plus, is it deja vu in Baltimore? It's December. Lamar hurt again. Are the, the wheels, <laughs> are the wheels about to fall off of the Ravens? We'll ask our former Raven. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Welcome back to Get Up. We got some breaking news, and it is big. Russia has freed WNBA star Brittany Griner in a dramatic high-level prisoner exchange with the U.S., releasing notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Griner's return to the United States caps a months-long saga that began in February when she was detained at a Moscow airport after Russian authorities said they found vape canisters with cannabis oil in their luggage. Now, she was later jailed on drug charges and then convicted, sentenced to nine years in prison. President Biden's authorization to release a Russian felon who was once named, quote, the merchant of death, underscored the escalating pressure that his administration faced to get Griner home. Once again, Brittany Griner has been released from prison. Back to football now, and let's play a little game here, guys. Believe it or not. Nico, I'm going to start with you. Believe it or not, Joe Burrow will make it right back to the Super Bowl. I believe it. I believe they can make it back. I mean, you look at the Cincinnati Bengals and, and the momentum that they have right now. I feel like it's, it's going in the right direction. Cincinnati, you don't want to see them in the playoffs. So, yes, they can get back to a Super Bowl. Uh, Woody, believe it or not, Sean McVay can save Baker Mayfield's career. Oh, not, not, listen, Zebra's uh, uh, not uh, going to change his stripes, man. Like, like come on, this is not a knock on Sean McVay, and Sean McVay is an excellent coach, but we've seen, we've seen this, 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 we've seen Baker Mayfield go multiple organizations, and it's just, and it's failed, so, listen, I like the, I like the fact that he's giving it a shot, but there's no change in this. That's some grim-looking highlights. <laughs> Bart, believe it or not, the Ravens, will fall to the Steelers with no Lamar this week. What you talking about, Willis? Harpo, everything you done to me, I've done you. Ain't no good gonna come about you asking me them type of questions, Ryan Custer. No, absolutely not. Listen, Tyler Huntley, listen, is a guy that had them in every game last year when the same scenario happened. Pittsburgh Steelers aren't the same team. I understand they have JJ, uh, TJ Watt, but uh, with Stanley coming back today and, and Patrick Queen, I believe the Ravens can pull off a victory. It's going to be tight, though, because it's a, it's a divisional rival. Bartholomew, I want you to take a look at this because the Ravens certainly are going to have to climb uphill without Lamar. You know, since 2018, when Jackson entered the league, the Ravens have won 74% of their games. Only Patrick Mahomes has a better record among active QBs. Yeah. But when Lamar does not start, the team just 6-10, and 10, and they're scoring down a full touchdown. All right, uh, Graz, how worried are we about that knee? I, I think it's – I mean, look, I've, I've, I defer to the people who have had the knee injuries right on this set. Yeah. But my understanding is – you know, it's likely to cost him a game or two uh, in terms of playing. But yeah. the, the concern is, the question is, uh, and again, you guys can tell me, when he comes back, a quarterback that uses his legs like this with a PCL injury, that, that's not going to be fully healed, right? No. Well, Dr. Dinko, he's back. 
The, the PCL injury is weird because you, you actually injure it by hitting your knee on the ground. So yeah. when your knee drives into the ground, that's what hurts your PCL. And, it, and it's really a, a weird injury because there's no real fix for it. You just have to have time on your side and you have to let that thing heal or it doesn't heal because it's inside. It's on the inside of your knee. So your ACL, PCL, they don't heal because they don't have a blood supply. I know that. Why? Because I've hurt both of them. So, you know, like Julian Edelman, he didn't have PCLs, and he did that in college. So it takes time for your body to, to grow the muscles necessary, your hamstrings, your quad strength, all that stuff is really important to, to help your PCL if you don't have one because you can play without a PCL. Yeah. But the problem is if in two or three weeks he goes back on the football field, he takes a hit, he lands on his knee again, that's when you have a problem. Well, and he relies on his legs pretty much in everything that he does with the RPO, getting out of the pocket, throw from the run. So I think it's a big deal for the Ravens and Lamar. Such a dark cloud, man. So I'm just telling you, you what blood, it is. Do some just, blood spinning, man. He ain't going to fall on his damn kneecap again. He ain't going to fall again? I ain't, not on his kneecap. Just fall off on your face. Okay, just fall to the side. Just yeah. fall on your face. Fall on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, well I, I tell you what. They're, they're more equipped this time to handle it. And if it's going to be a couple of games, they have a lot of, a lot of confidence in Tyler Huntley. And the you, difference is – they're not playing the Rams and they're not playing the Green Bay Packers last year. They're, they have the easiest remaining schedule. When you think about it, they got Pittsburgh, they got Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh again, and then the showdown is going to be against the Bengals, and it should be for the division. So I have tremendous confidence that they can find a way to win because they have one of the best kickers in the game that's going to give them easy points as long as you get the football over the 40. Don't be pointing that. No, I'm just saying they got the Steelers. Steelers are coming. Believe it or not, Steelers are coming. You got the Bengals. What good's an easy schedule do? No, the, 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 so now we worried about the Steelers. You lost, <laughs> I'm just saying, the Steelers are playing the, better. You lost to the Jaguars. You barely beat the Broncos, who I think punt on second down now. I'm like, like, that. I mean, like, like you got to be able to beat the say, teams on the schedule I didn't in order say, for the easy schedule to help you. So what you're saying? I didn't say it was going to be easy. Okay. What I'm saying is they, they, I, I still picked them the favorite. Who you have winning? Who, uh, Bengals, man. They're Absolutely. No, I'm talking about this week. On a bandwagon. Oh, who I have winning? Uh, Steelers. Yes. I picked the Steelers. I got Steelers. I picked the Steelers. Steelers. They're at home. You played got the Steelers. Come on now, Bart. They're going to be it's playing it's Renegade. Listen. Like, it's going to be huge. I'm not going to sit here. We, you, you know it. There's like two guys, two quarterbacks, where like their offense totally depends on them. Buffalo and Baltimore. Baltimore's whole Said team ain't so, Woody. is just dependent on so. Action Jackson. Said ain't so. Tyler Huntley's cool and everything. Good quarterback. He's not Action Jackson. Did you pick Purdy? He's not Action Jackson. And this man way, picked Purdy. And, and the way that I, – yeah, I said he would, he would play better than, than Tom and his good. Yeah, I mean, it's you a said, bold but, prediction. You said Purdy would beat Tom, but, but Huntley can't beat – they came down to the wire last year. It's not like Huntley doesn't have experience. He has a lot of the same skill sets. Thank you. I can't believe it. Bro, y'all barely scraped past I don't even know this guy. Well, so, this is all I know. The two teams that yeah. Bart played for, the yeah. Jets are winning the division and the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. I mean, come on, maybe he's got a little yeah. Come, yeah. On, come <laughs> on, Sam Adams. You know who you take every time. <laughs> By the way, Sam Adams, yeah, it is great longer. I like the Boston Consider longer Consider Mr. Now. Raven. How does this injury, though, impact <laughs> his contract situation going forward? I don't think it hurts his contract situation. We watched we watch Jack Prescott in the midst of a contract situation. You know, you know, hurt his leg and, and have a, a catastrophic injury, right? So, listen, his floor has already been set. Lamar Jackson bet on himself to raise his ceiling as far as how much he can make. So, his floor is already set. They know how valuable he is. He's a former MVP. He's fine as far as getting his money, but he, he can make more money if he shows up and shows out in the postseason. All right, let's talk about another quarterback because coming up next, you know, Tampa Tom, he is heading home to San Francisco. Could this be a sign of things to come? We got to talk about that. Plus, Philly's finest. Jalen Hurts flying high for the Eagles, but I'm going to tell you why. He isn't getting nearly enough respect. And I'm a Cowboys fan. We're going to discuss that next on Get Up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Welcome back to Get Up. More breaking news here. Brittany Griner is heading home right now. Russia has freed Griner on a dramatic high-level prisoner exchange with the U.S. releasing a notorious Russian arms dealer, Victor Bout. Griner's return to the U.S. will cap a months-long saga that began really in February when she was detained at a Moscow airport after Russian authorities said they found vape canisters with cannabis oil in their luggage. She was later jailed on drug charges, then convicted, sentenced to nine years in prison. At 8.15 this morning, President Joe Biden tweeted this uh, from his Twitter account. Moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She is on a plane. She's on her way home, end quote. Of course, the president is expected to address the nation here uh, shortly Joining us now is our ESPN investigative reporter, T.J. Quinn. T.J., I know you have been following this story since the beginning. Tell us, what have you been hearing how all of this came about? It came together fairly quickly, it sounds like. Um, this, is, this is what we expected would happen, that there really wouldn't be news until she was in the air. I understand that right now, uh, Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle, is with uh, President Biden uh, as he prepares to make an announcement from the Oval Office. Uh, the news that was not great for people who were following this is that American Paul Whelan, who this month will have been in a Russian prison for four years, is not part of this deal. It's a one-for-one -one trade with Victor Boot, as you mentioned. Uh, he is he's serving a 25-year sentence in the U.S., but he's actually been in custody for 14 years already. The U.S. wants to continue talks to get those other Americans out. We have not heard yet why. Uh, it ended up being a one-for-one -one trade. There had been hope for a long time that both could come home together. No word yet on Brittany Griner's her status, uh, what her physical health is, uh, certainly what her mental health is. Uh, but we understand that she was flown to Abu Dhabi and then is going to be sent home. Uh, her family is just waiting to hear more and, uh, and welcome her back. Do you, do you gotten any word on what precipitated this? It seemed like once she got sentenced, like, wow, she's going to be away for a long time. And then all of a sudden we get this news. What precipitated the prisoner swap? 
Not sure exactly what happened, but we know that just a couple of weeks ago, a senior Russian official had had made this comment that the country was seriously involved in discussions to get her back. There was a quick and somewhat unprecedented response by U.S. officials saying, you're not engaging. If you are, act like it. Uh, There was clear frustration from the American side. Uh, So whatever was going on uh, at the time, the U.S. government was was frustrated enough that you heard that kind of comment. Something changed in that short period of time where they finally said, okay, we've got this deal, let's do it. Yeah, the good news is that Brittany Griner is on her way home. Uh, Obviously the prisoner swap has happened. Uh, President Biden is going to address the nation. We're gonna bring that to you live. TJ Quinn, our investigative reporter. Thank you very much, TJ. Thanks, Brian. All right, back to football here on Get Up and it is a short week. For Tom Brady and the Buccaneers after that Monday night miracle comeback against those Saints. Up next for Tom Terrific, trip home to California, face the 49ers. Their head coach Kyle Shanahan had plenty to say about TB12. I feel like his arm's stronger now than it was 10 years ago, and um, his legs move just as good as they did 10 years ago. They weren't great then, Um, but he's extremely efficient and quick in the pocket and knows where to look and knows where to get the ball to, and uh, he's still the best to play. I think he's playing as good now and throwing the ball as well now as I've seen anybody ever do it. Okay, so listening to that, I thought about that old saying, you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar. Uh, uh, Graz, is Kyle Shanahan, you know, telling the truth about Tom Brady, or is this kind of maybe a recruiting type of technique, trying to get him to come to San Francisco next season? Yeah, look, I I think it's, I think speculation about Brady and where he'll play next year, and if you want to include San Francisco, I I think there's, there's ways to get there logically. I don't think that's where Kyle Shanahan's head is. I think this is probably more like, you know, Bill Belichick or like the college coach that is buttering up the opponent in the week ahead of time, right? So, uh, no, I think there's a time and a place for, for that, but I don't think that Kyle Shanahan's thinking right now, oh, wouldn't it be great to have Tom here next year? I think there's a lot that has to happen between now and then for that to become realistic. What's that, killing with kindness? Like, yeah. So you're pushing the kindness. Oh, he looks great. He's, a, he's faster than he's ever been. He's 45 <laughs> years old. What are we talking about here? But, again, I, I, I understand where a coach is coming from. You're going to be over the top when it comes to the other team, the opponent. You're not going to have bulletin board material. So, you know, what's Tom Brady doing well this year? Protecting the football. We know he's protecting the football. The team itself isn't protecting Tom necessarily well, but he's like a statue. Like, Tom's not moving in the pocket. He's not getting out of the way. So, again, I I think that that's just the coach being over the top with praise to the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine he has a lot of admiration. Remember what Tom Brady did, the greatest comeback of you know, mm. Super Bowl history. He was there witness to see that, right, coming back game, and winning man. the Super Bowl. Yeah, it hurts to even give you any type of credit, Nico. <laughs> it was my last game. Yeah, no, I got beat I got beat on a flat route for a touchdown. Okay, the guy was really fast. Yeah, Tom saved your ass. So, uh, you owe Tom a lot. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. But, but, you, but you talk about Tom Brady. And listen, at this point in his career, you know, the team is failing. That, that offense was anemic at best, you know, last week, and it took a collapse from the defense of the Saints for them to even be in this situation. With that being said, you know, they're, they're probably going to win their division, and they're going to host a football game, and, you know, probably Dallas is going to go there, and, you know, that's going to be an interesting thing. But Tom Brady is throwing the football as well as he's ever thrown it because, you know, he still plays the game above his shoulders. That was always his strength, him being able to facilitate, understand what you're trying to do, and be able to find where the openings are. And when you talk about going forward, that would be the perfect person to mentor uh, Trey Lance. I understand we don't want to put Trey Lance in the Jordan Love type of uh, program, but that's a tremendous opportunity for Tom Brady. To have, you know, the San Francisco 49ers has a team that can support Tom Brady. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't. They can't protect them in the inside and on the outside. I think they have a tackle that leads the league or maybe in history. I've never seen a guy have so many holding penalties in my damn life. That was unbelievable so. the other night. Yeah. Big yeah. Wood, what do you think? Is he as good as ever? And do you think this is kind of a way trying to recruit him to come next year? Well, I mean, I think there's, you know, Coaches throwing a lot of platitudes out there. And Tom, listen, I think Tom is, he's throwing, he's, he's slinging the ball really well. And Tom has always been, like Bart said, a neck up type guy. Baby, being able to, to diagnose three and four snap, there's no question about that. But when you look at, when you look at Tampa Bay, man, like their offensive line, especially like with Tristan Wurst out, yeah. that's, a, that's a problem. It's a big problem. And what's the strength of the San Francisco 49ers? Defense, defensive front. And so, listen, Kyle Shannon's going to throw all that because it's right, rightfully deserved by Tom Brady. But, <laughs> man, this is a bad matchup. 
If you talk about if any game was a bad, that's a bad matchup going against the San Francisco 49ers. Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa might become a defensive MVP off of this prediction. game. <laughs> <laughs> man, this barbecue chicken, man. That's why it's a bold prediction. See, yeah. this is the game. Bold mm-hmm. prediction. Bucks will win. That's bold. 49ers will win. It's not so bold. So my, so my prediction wasn't bold? No, you had the favorite winning the game. Yeah. So no, I, no, I said he had Brock, so he had Brock, he had Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy outperforming the GOAT. That's a workaround. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tonight we've got the 32nd Annual Home Depot College Football Awards. It is a two-hour celebration, top performers, moments from the regular season, and our coverage begins 7 Eastern right here, ESPN and the app. All right, coming up on Get Up. Phillies finest Jalen Hurts flying high for the Eagles. But I'm going to tell you why he isn't getting nearly enough respect. More on our breaking news. Let's take you right out to Washington, D.C. Here's the president. And she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hardworking public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. I also want to thank the UAE for helping us facilitate Brittany's return, because that's where she landed. These past few months have been hell for Brittany and for Charlie. And, uh, and her entire family and all her teammates back home. People all across the country have learned about Brittany's story, advocated for her release, stood with her through, throughout this terrible ordeal. And I know that support meant a lot to her family. I'm glad to be able to say that Brittany's in good spirits. She, uh, she's relieved to finally be heading home. And the fact remains that she's lost months of her life experienced the needless trauma. She deserves space, privacy, and time with her loved ones to recover and heal from her time being wrongfully detained. Brittany is, uh, is an incomparable athlete, a two-time Olympic gold medalist for Team USA. She endured mistreatment in a show, at a, in a show trial in Russia with characteristic grit and incredible dignity. She represents the best America best about America. It is across the board, everything about her. She wrote to me back in July. She didn't ask for special treatment, even though we've been working on a release from the day one. She requested a simple quote, please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. We never forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan, who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. We brought home Trevor Reed when we had a chance early this year. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Brittany's. And while we have not yet succeeded in securing Paul's release, we are not giving up. We will never give up. We remain in close touch with Paul's family, the Whelan family, and my thoughts and prayers are with them today. They have to have such mixed emotions today. And we'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. I guarantee that. I say that to the family. I guarantee you. And I urge Russia to do the same to ensure that Paul's health and, you, and humane treatment un, uh, maintained until we can be able to bring him home. I don't want any American to sit wrongfully detained in, in one extra day if we can bring that person home. My administration has now brought home dozens of Americans who were wrongfully detained or held hostage abroad, many of whom had been held since before I took office. And today, we also remember the other Americans that are being held hostage and wrongfully detained in Russia or anywhere else in the world. Reuniting these Americans with their loved ones remains a priority, a priority for my administration, every person in my administration involved in this. We're going to continue to work to bring home every American who continues to endure such an injustice. We also want to prevent any more American families from suffering this pain and separation. And I strongly urge, I strongly urge all Americans to take precautions, including reviewing the State Department's travel advisories before they travel overseas, which now includes warnings about the risk of being wrongfully detained by a foreign government. Make no mistake about it. This work is not easy. 
Negotiations are always difficult. There are never any guarantees. But it's my job as President of the United States to make the hard calls and protect American citizens everywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. And I'm proud that today we have made one more family whole again. So welcome home, Brittany. And now I'd like to uh, uh, invite Sherelle to say a few words to you all. Of course, she's not excited at all about this. Sherelle, it's all yours, kiddo. Congratulations Thank again. You. Thank you. So over the last nine months, you all have been um, so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life. And so today I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions, but the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude um, for President Biden and his entire administration. Um, he just mentioned this work is not easy and it has not been. There's been so many hands involved. And so I'd like to take a moment to just specifically mention a few. Uh, Vice President Harris, Secretary Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Joss Geltzer from the National Security Council, Roger Cartson and Fletcher Schoen from the Hostage Envoys Office. Um, a special thank you to Governor Richardson and Mickey, um, the Mercury Players, the WNB, PA for your advocacy. And also, um, you guys may not know this, but um, my family has been tremendously supported by the Washington um, agency, BG's agent, um, Lindsay Colas. It's just been amazing for me and my family throughout this process. So um, today my family is whole, but as you all are aware, there's so many other families who are not whole. And so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home. We do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, and today it's just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm gonna smile right now. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Mr. President, what do you say to the Whalen family? What has Russia gotten me returned President of the United States and Sherelle Griner, they're talking about the release of Brittany Griner, who was sentenced for four to nine years for drug possession, but after nine months, now they have the prisoner swap. Uh, a Russian arms dealer has been set free. Brittany Griner is coming home. She said, and she wrote, as the president pointed out in July, please don't forget about me and all the other American detainees here. He did say the president, you heard him say that they're working hard to get Paul Whelan home as well. Your, your thoughts? I mean, just relief, right? And you know, you're excited for Brittany and her family, but you're also concerned about the others that are locked up abroad. You think about diplomacy and it's not easy. And we always assume, and America has its problems, but I think we can you know, all agree that it's, a, it's, a, it's the best country in the world. And you know, understanding that they were negotiating for months for her release and just the mental um, pain and suffering of the families and all that love her. And everybody that, that's a fan of hers as well, can all empathize and understand what it would feel like if we had a loved one locked up abroad. So we continue to pray for the families that have you know, loved ones abroad. And it's also a message to us to understand, you, know, you heard the president say that it's important that when you have travel advisories that you take them seriously because you know, you know, people are used as political pawns and you have to understand that you have to be aware and alert but um, this is a great day, I think, for the administration, a great day for the WNBA, a, a great day for America that we got somebody that was unjustly um, detained back and um, hopefully safe with her family. Absolutely, especially when you think about, you know, the drug possessions, the cannabis oil, and then you go to a penal colony just for I, that. I, mean, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine, especially the family back here, having to deal with the emotional side of things, not knowing. I think that's another thing that, that not, the unknown of what's going on and, and you know, your loved one is somewhere else in another country. And we know, you know the, the way that things are operating over there is completely different from over here. So it, it is a great day. So happy that Brittany Griner is, is on her way home. And of course, we'll have more coverage uh, on all of our shows here. And again, the, the important thing is he says he's working on getting Paul Whelan back yeah. as well. All right, time for something we call either or, gentlemen. Ninko 
more passing uh, touchdowns. Will it be Tua or Herbert Sunday night? What do you think? I, I'm going with Herbert on this one. I, I really think that, um, you know, Tua last week, out of their struggles there against the 49ers, I understand the 49ers have a very good pass rush. Um, but, but the Chargers, they, they've been up and down, and they've been kind of like a roller coaster. I, I think in this matchup, they're going to have a good game plan, and I think Herbert goes out there and throws more touchdown passes. Woody, more passing yards. Her cousins or Jared Goff? I'm going with Jared Goff. Right? Listen, wow. for people out there that mm-hmm. haven't watched the Detroit Lions, they look good. The Lions are cooking. Like we talk about, they have one of the top offenses in the National Football League. They are good on a lot of different levels offensively. They're good on the line. They got Jameson Williams coming back. Amon's, you know, Ross St. Brown. Like they have legitimate pieces on the offensive side. I can't wait to watch this one. Uh, Bart, more rushing yards. Jalen Hurts or Daniel Jones? I'm going to go Daniel Jones. Wow. And, and I understand, understand, listen, it's because out of necessity. He's going to be running scared straight, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put your hands in my pocket. You know what I mean? So he, he's got to. It's just him and Saquon. You understand that when Daniel Jones drops back, nobody's going to be open. So what is he going to have to do? He's going to have to improvise, I think, a little RPO game. I think Jalen Hurts is really working on his passing game from the pocket. You saw him last game, you know, try to kind of, you know, win from the pocket. I think they need more of the same. Get ready for the playoffs. We, you know, listen, Hurts is having a fantastic year. Preseason at Caesars Sportsbook, odds to win the MVP race greater than 20-1. to 1. But now, after guiding the Eagles to an 11-1 to 1 record so far, the odds have dropped to plus 160. A few points behind Patrick Mahomes for the best in all of the league. Now, here's the one thing I don't understand. When you look at the odds, yeah. you look at Patrick Mahomes being the slight favorite. Eagles, I know, and at the beginning of the season, we were talking about Josh Allen probably being the, the MVP. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Hurts, best record in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm sitting here talking about the Eagles, and it hurts me to say this. Probably we said he's got to be more accurate. He's got to be a pocket passer. But if you look at it, on passes thrown 20-plus yards downfield, he leads the league in both QBR. He's thrown the league high, 10 TDs. He's got just one pick. Why aren't all of us yelling Jalen Hurts for MVP? Because he's not the only one having a great year. I mean, like, like it's, not, it's not disrespectful to Jalen Hurts to pick someone else. Like, he's a, he's a strong candidate. And could absolutely win it right Shouldn't now. He be the leading candidate, though. I would go with Mahomes right now. What has Mahomes done wrong to lose the award? I mean, it makes it just as strong a case. The team's record is not as good. But I mean, I think you could make the argument that the Eagles have put, you know, a, a team around Hurts to help him succeed, and that Mahomes has overcome the loss of his best receiver uh, in a spectacular way, operating really the league's most efficient offense. Again, the problem with these arguments is, like, people take it the wrong way. Like, oh, you must not like Jalen Hurts. No, it's just about picking one. You can't have multiple winners. So I would go with Mahomes, but I think it's a race, and I think Hurts can catch him. Sure. Yeah, most valuable player, right? If you put Jalen Hurts on the Kansas City Chiefs, are the Kansas City Chiefs as good? If you put Mahomes on Philadelphia, what are they? Right, we might be talking about undefeated. And listen, not all 11 and ones are created equally. We remember a couple of years ago when Pittsburgh came out. You know, we knew there was a Fugazi 11 and 0. We knew that's exactly what's happening that's with the NFC different. East. Yeah. But that's exactly what's happening in the NFC East. East. What good wins does Philadelphia have over Minnesota? We know that Minnesota is heavily flawed as well. That's why I picked over Joe. Dallas. That's why I know. Jo- I mean, come on, who, who was the quarterback? Brad Cooper Rush. Right, so, so when I talk about, you know, Joe Burrow, you have to ask what Joe Burrow just done. First of all, he got out to a slow start. He beat Patrick Mahomes, right? He's going to have an opportunity to beat Josh Allen. He's going to have an opportunity to beat Action Jackson. If, if the Bengals continue on the trajectory that they're on right now, he's going to beat everybody's favorite quarterback and everybody's favorite team. And they're their legitimate threat to win the Super Bowl. Guess what? Because we saw him in the Super Bowl last year. So you got to go Joe Burrow. But would, Jay, would the Eagles be 11-1 if they didn't have Jalen Hurts as quarterback? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great question. I don't think they – Mania would get it done. Listen, I, I, don't, I don't think so because I think that Jalen Hurts – I mean, listen, I think each year Jalen Hurts has, has elevated his game exponentially. We know that Jalen Hurts is a, is a great runner of the football. There's no denying from inside the pocket, Jalen Hurts has produced at a very, very high level. Now, I think what people, a lot of people will say about the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts is, look at the supporting cast around Jalen Hurts. There's no question. You can make the argument, best offensive line. Wide receiving core is outstanding. Dallas Goddard, one of the best, when, when they get him back, one of the best yeah. tight ends that, that, that we have in the National Football League. On top, we didn't even talk about him on the other side of the ball. So I get it. 
Here's what I will say. And I'm jumping to, to Bart's, Bart's guy. I said Joe Burrow's coming. Mm. Oh, he's coming. Joe Burrow is, is coming because I think right now, Bengals might be the best team in the league. Woo. Wow. I think the Bengals might be the best true. team in the, in the league bold right now. It's true. No, yeah, you I, waited until now to get your bold prediction. We told you to right. get the bold well, prediction. I, I, don't think, the see, I don't think that's bold. Okay. No, I don't bold. think that's bold. They're All right. like it. Coming up uh, here on Get Up, oh, no, Buffalo. Can Josh Allen's Bills still win the Super Bowl with Von Miller officially gone? Plus... Dak Prescott, he's getting some high-powered help. Is Jerry's team now ready for a Super Bowl run? We're talking about that next. I never imagined that I'd be able to be standing here 20 years after Jimmy V's speech and say that because of all the donations, research, and support, mine is one of the lives that's been saved. Well, it is V Week at ESPN, where we partner with the V Foundation to highlight the urgent need for cancer research. This is game-changing research that helps save lives, and you can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. This is so important because your donation can help save a life. You know, I was just 42 when I was diagnosed with an aggressive form of prostate cancer. It was so aggressive my doctor recommended that I have surgery immediately because he told me if I didn't, I'd be dead within a year. I had the surgery, thought I had beat cancer, and then two years later, my numbers started to rise again, and I had to go through 38 bouts of high-grade radiation. And now get checkups every six months, and trust me, when it comes time for checkup time, I get nervous. And I'm imploring all men, get your annual checkups, and if you're a person of color, 40 or over, get your PSA checked as well. Black men, we are two times more likely to die from prostate cancer than white men. So please donate if you can. The money you give just may save the life of someone you love. Go to v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. <laughs> 